Oakley. Cause she cut that question been harassing me in the mind. This girl is fine. I came to the club out 50 limb time. Then I play with your pen and line. The club wanna say I need to calm down. Security guard gonna sweat me now. Play a drunk man, I'm up. Threaten me now. She getting drunk in the club, I mean she worked. And then I like to see the feet. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Mr. Baby Podcast. Uh, this week we sat down with a acquaintance of ours, Sherry Shu, who's a creative director who's worked at a few big agencies like Ogilvy and Apple. Um, told us a little bit about growing up in Beijing and how her life has been in China. Um, she shared with us things uh, she enjoyed and you know loved and hated about agency life, um, why she left... And uh, her thoughts on it now, um, including, you know, what she plans to do now that she's uh, quote unquote retired from that life. Um, Yeah. So keep it short. Without further ado, here's uh, our interview with Sherry Shu. Outside the office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she's the most beautiful girl in our office. <laughs> yeah, in my opinion, yes. <laughs> I didn't pay her to say that. <laughs> uh, obviously, I look very beautiful yeah. on the podcast. I haven't <laughs> seen all the girls in the office. I can't tell. I can't judge yet. But so far, she's winning. Cool. Well, you can't see me blushing then. Sherry, <laughs> uh, we usually get started with a 60-second life story. Okay. Life so story. The clock yeah. is on. Life story. I want to talk about the Summer Palace one. Oh, no, no, no. no just your like, life story. Like, you know. Where you how, come what from? was your childhood like? Oh, okay. Um, I'm from Beijing because I'm very traditional Lao Beijing Ren. And um, I live in the Hutong when I work it near the Hohai area. It's very traditional old Beijing style. And I have a lot of. Um, old Beijing friends but in past few years because I moved to Shanghai since 2010 mm-hmm. so actually I already left Beijing for seven years um, I miss kind of I miss the Beijing life and the Beijing summer especially Beijing summer and autumn because it's very dry hot very different mm-hmm. from Shanghai it's that kind of dry yeah. and the sky is super high and there's no wind at all during the summer and you can Feel you just like the xiaolongbao on the like or some <laughs> barbecue yeah. like on the cooking process, um, and I work in agency, and you already know I'm a writer. I were the editor from the magazine, and now I'm the copywriter in agency and work for different clients. But I still love writing after twelve years agency experience. Still love writing, but I recently doubt if I should continue my agency life after my 35 because I'm too old to <laughs> assist uh, this life in the agency, I think. Yeah. yeah, and I just got married last year, but I live with my boyfriend seven years, eight years together. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking maybe I won't get married this life. 
because I said, there's, there's no too much difference for me, like get married or not get married, but you're in relationship with mm-hmm. someone. I think that's fine. That's the same feeling. Uh, but yeah, kind of the one of the biggest surprises in my life. He proposed last year and yeah, we got married mm-hmm. and my life kind of changed a little bit because there is difference between get married <laughs> and not. So please think about it. Oh, be wow. Seriously okay. before. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. That's the, yeah. I don't know. You still seem pretty independent. Yeah, I know. I Actually, I am. I sometimes think, um, sometimes I'm kidding with my friend. I always say I'm lonely. But <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I enjoy doing things by yourself, like reading, writing, that all kind looks like very lonely job and lonely work. And sometimes I think my husband, my partner, I love him a lot, but sometimes he's kind of annoying by your side. <laughs> Even he sometimes comes like, I didn't do anything, just sitting there by your side, still you are annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Could you breathe a little bit less? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what was it like growing up in Beijing? Growing up in Beijing, I think, um, as maybe you already know, Beijing people is kind of wild. And they just kind of um, either very black or very white. Uh, that's what people talk about Beijing mm-hmm. people. There's no the they're very extreme. There's mm-hmm. no the middle part. So just like all the Beijing men, I'm like um, when we grown up, we were trained to be like if you like somebody, you just like somebody. If you hate, just tell that person face to face like I hate you. I just <laughs> like off that kind of attitude yeah this is from our like childhood i think we were grown up that way and (laughs) because everybody say beijing is kind of lazy so they just don't care they just don't care about how you think of me they just don't care about how our boss think of us because beijing is kind of spoiled because our captain and we have easier get our house car everything in our life because mm-hmm. we live in Beijing maybe that's the reason why everybody gets Beijing is a little bit tougher they just mm-hmm. don't care with the yeah fuck you face <laughs> every day <laughs> I think that's the reason and yeah we were all like play by the street when we were a kid well back then Beijing is not like today's Beijing is mm-hmm. more like welder and less, much less building and all the hutong yeah. and a lot of bicycles on the street and we were all day can play. I even didn't remember what we can play. It sounds so boring, but we can play the stones and play <laughs> just by the steps by mm-hmm. street whole day from the whole daytime day to the evening time. So and simple. <laughs> yeah, and my mom or my dad will just say, Sherry, come back home. You can't. You, guys like spend already 10 hours by street just come back home do your homework that kind of thing that's very typical Beijing parents too uh, what was your what was your house like uh, what was your, the hutong you lived in like the hutong well if you know the hutong hutong is like um, usually we have two to three different room in one hutong house and in our traditional Beijing style there's the one the biggest one is usually for the most senior people usually my nai or uh yeah, yeah, that kind of room. And usually son, their son, I mean my dad, and my mom live at the secondary house. And usually if you have Ai or some like uh, Baomu who take 
care of the son from their childhood. Mm-hmm. They have the right to live. Like your husband or your nanny. Yeah, yeah, with us. So usually they have the very smallest house, but still live with us. Uh-huh. Yeah, so usually that's the Hutong house, like. And we put the table, dining table in the yard, in the Hutong house, and we can have our meal together every day in the yard mm-hmm. in Hutong, yeah. Even when summer really hot, mm-hmm. then that's very regular. You can see a lot of Beijing guy just wear the, sometimes top naked, sometimes <laughs> yeah. just wear the, you know, that kind of yeah. basic shirt and basic mm-hmm. shorts and just flip-flop, eating the watermelon, <laughs> eating the ice cream, or just very simple barbecue in the yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds fun. Were you, sounds were you close fun. to your, your grandfather and grandmother? Yeah, yeah, very close. I actually risen up by them because my mom was in um, Oxford as a teacher when I wore three, four, five, six, that four years. Mm-hmm. She is not with me. So I live with my father and also my nai and ye ye in Beijing. Did you remember her when she came back? Well, she told me there's a very dark story. I <laughs> I deny that. I, I doubt if it's true, but I think it's true. My mom come back when I wore six uh-huh. or something. And back then, it's not that easy to, like, you know, back China and before. Uh, yeah. To travel. Yeah, and it's not that easy. So I only see my mom in that four years, maybe two times or three times. So I barely remember her. Mm-hmm. So my mom come back, everybody's so exciting, like, Sherry, your mom's back. And I were like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know yeah. who you are. And <laughs> so only between me and my mom, my mom very sweet, like, hey, Sherry, just, this is, I'm your mom. Yeah. Come here. And my mom told me I was very dark, like, mm, I recently really want to have a very beautiful umbrella. Can you buy me a new umbrella? Then I will call your mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, like, oh my God. <laughs> that kind of bad kid, but I wore. And I think that's the first start of like, doing the commercial like advertising scene. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know some that kind of trick. You figure out exchange. early and get things from people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, my mom also worked when I was, when oh. I was little. And so uh, when I was very young, like three, four, five, oh, yeah. I had a, like a balmu, like a yeah. babysitter, Mrs. White, and I loved her. And uh, like uh, my mom took me to the doctor and I was scared to get a shot. Oh. And so I was, like, screaming and crying. And I was going, Mrs. White! Mrs. White! Oh. And my mom was like, cool, well, I'll just wait, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, well, you don't need me. that age, it's like, yeah. one person's looking at... You don't really, like, that. It's like mother or whoever it is. Like, you just see the people around you. Mm-hmm. And even just putting that connection together. Um, yeah. yeah. What did your mom do? At Oxford? Um, my mom is an English professor, and I guess my English have to be good because she beat me if I'm not good um, at English or the test of English because we feel she will feel this is a shame to her because <laughs> she is the English professor. She's failed me. Did you speak English with her? Uh, yeah, when I learn to learn English, I have to speak to her. This is why I told you, maybe you can learn from yeah. her wife. <laughs> you can start from the daily thing. Yeah. It was my 11, 11, 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why 
and I do have some good DNA from my family because they are very good at English, like language learning.、Mm. My mom can speak Japanese, English, Chinese, and my dad can speak some Russian. Wow! Yeah, I think they all have very good、mm. um, language skill. Easier. When you were growing up, was it common for people to study English, or was it no, not like today? Tea at that time? No, very special, but、um, especially in Beijing, a、mm-hmm. lot of good school you gotta be good at the test of certain kind of class, like English, like PE.、Mm. Um, also, back to my teenager age, you have to be very good at、um, history, about Chinese history. <laughs> What was your favorite subject? Chinese, actually. Oh yeah, talk about the Chinese and my、um, start of doing the commercial thing. I was very good at writing article when I was a kid from the junior school. So I usually help my classmate do that for them. <laughs> and for exchange, you can give me the pencil box I like. Oh my god! <laughs> Or you can give me some new very good stationery. From your maybe your parents take your travel to Japan and you bring back some good、yeah. products and then I can write article for you. Very professional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to my six seven years old, I know that trick. Yeah. Beryl、yeah. has a very similar story of her art when she was a child. Wow. Yeah. Actually, in Chinese class, in Chinese <laughs> class, my parents would send me to Chinese school on the weekend and、mm. I would cry because because I wanted to watch cartoons. And because I was the only kid in the class who didn't speak Chinese with their parents,、oh. so everyone else is fluent and mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm. and like making jokes about the teacher. I don't understand anything, so I'm not learning anything. Oh, so I was like, I would, I would really like struggle, and、uh, I, <clears throat> I would、uh, copy Pokemon cards <laughs> onto the other kids' notebooks in exchange for snack money. <laughs> That's what I did. We should be soulmate from our childhood. Yeah,、like、really. It can be art. I can be copied. It can be like cowork. Yeah, we're gonna open sunflower seed. Or more、agency. money. Yeah. <laughs>、um, so, what kind of a teenager were you growing up? Wow.、Well, seems like you're pretty, you know, a good student because your parents were teachers yeah, and such. Yeah. Yeah.、Um, I had kind of like a Beijing dream about like because there's like a lot of like. Bands and like punk music and different kind of culture,、mm-hmm. arts and stuff. Yeah. Well, back to my teenager, high school, junior high, high school.、Mm-hmm. I remember there's one thing I really proud of, and I even nowadays when I hang out with my high school students, we sometimes a classmates we sometimes share about this feeling. Like, did you still remember we sneaky run away from school to watch the Friends <laughs> and also the <laughs> Sex and City back to. <laughs> Like nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety six, five. That the start of the yeah, friends,、yeah. and it's not that popular among the high school students.、They、How did you、say. watch it? Where did you watch it? I still remember. There's the video tape can run. <laughs> Just like us. Yeah. Just say, is it like a. Back in that day, it's like, oh, he's got the tape. Like, right, we're all gonna right, go right, to right, his right. house after school.、Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like everyone's so excited. One person found a tape. Right. Subtitles. Uh, yeah. 
That's also I think I thanks my mom for learning English that I can remember that I can. <laughs> so Sherry gets invited. It's like we have friends, but none of us understand it. Sherry, we need you to come over and train your right. friends. For I'm us. sure you're very popular then. <laughs> right, and we talk about like uh, friends and Sex and City with several girls, and we feel we're so special and we're so like top of the school oh, student wow. that kind of so cool. stupid so, thing. Sherry, you're obviously a Carrie. Well, yeah, she's the Well, no, I really enjoy. No, I I don't have chance to do that, but I really jealous Samantha's lifestyle, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of American woman, and she's just cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what know? is funny, like uh, watching Friends. I love watch. I love Friends. Like I, I'll I admit, love it, I love it, and uh, I never really think about it as like quote unquote adult show. Like I guess in the '90s, it was kind of progressive, but. I know when Beryl first came here for school, her roommate, who was a Korean girl, okay, since she spoke Korean and was studying Chinese, and Beryl spoke English and was studying okay. Chinese, you know, they would practice over Chinese, but she also helped her study her English. Okay. And to do so, they would watch Friends together, <laughs> and that's yeah. what Beryl discovered. There's a lot more, like, sexual innuendos, there's a lot of yeah. stuff, because she would have to, like, translate for this quiet like, little Beryl, Korean girl. What's- Nipple. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Next one. You don't need that one. <laughs> well, in a very long time, I even pick friends based on the very basic question, do you like friends? <laughs> if they say, no, I think it's boring. I think it's like, no, we are. We we wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Pretty no, we standard barometer. <laughs> choosing people. Even, and you know, sometimes I like play friends at home just like as background music when I do things like yeah. I still like it even at you nowadays mm-hmm. yeah well, there is a yeah. Central Park cafe yeah, yeah, in yeah, Beijing yeah. right yes have you been there <laughs> I've never been there because I I don't want to ruin because that. you would never yeah. leave <laughs> Yeah, they opened one in uh, New York for yeah, like uh, as like too. a promotion. I drove by it once, and it was just like I think the lines are like four hours. It's like, yeah, this is a cool idea, but I don't, you know. So, who you think you are, the most Chandler? Oh, Chandler, always yeah. Been, yeah always Chandler, because me and my oldest brother were definitely more of the uh, smart, but like not super popular. So oh. both of us are very sarcastic and. Well, maybe we can be good friends because friends say I'm Joey. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. Um, Female version Joey. (laughs) That kind of goofy and never really share food with my friends. Yeah. I'm definitely, unfortunately, a Monica. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know. I'm so sorry to to admit it. I'm sad to admit it, but it's true. Really? The least popular of the friends. No. No one wants to be the Monica. Oh, that's why you guys can become a couple? Chandler and Monica? Yeah. Wow, maybe. <laughs> mm. That's very sad. I planned it that way. Oh. But it's a funny thing. We always joke when we were in Japan the first time of study abroad. It's like one day it was like really, I don't know, homesick, I guess. But like I thought about one episode and I was like, I really want to watch that one episode. <laughs> like there was something about it. And it's like downloaded it and watched it and found a website that had all of them streaming and it's like a month later we have now watched the entire series of friends we were just like as soon as you start one you're like i gotta just keep watching them and you just yeah. watch the whole thing yeah so um was the was your palace story was that when you were a teenager the pilot story the summer palace story oh uh yeah it was the year f- I graduated from high school and about to go to the college, mm-hmm. university. So it's around um, 19 years old. 
about 20. Where did you go to university? Uh, also in Beijing. Also in Beijing. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, Summer Palace, I, I got to say, is very different from the picture you search online or when you were there as a tourist. Mm-hmm. Or I think it's very different when it closed, actually, when it's not that kind of um, too public. So, we actually hide. I remember at the beginning, we have to hide in the public toilet. Because Who did you go with? Friends. Some Just very good high school friends. Yeah, Three. Include me, three. Mm-hmm. Um, all girls. So, actually, we when it shut down, about like six, seven, mm-hmm. or even earlier than that, I can't remember very clear about the time they closed. <laughs> And, I'm um, taking notes so I can go <laughs> do it this summer. <laughs> so there will be the, not policeman, but there will be the security mm-hmm. guy. You really check every place, make yeah. sure all the tourists are all gone, all the visitors are all gone. So we hide at the beginning the public woman toilet. And because you're the security guy, always men, they won't really check the yeah. women toilet. <laughs> we just hide there and they still will check. So we got chance and sneaky go to the fake mountain there's a lot of fake mountain and also near the lake the lake in the summer park. we changed several places to hide <laughs> <laughs> and when we make sure they all gone we start to take the beers and also the snacks mm-hmm. from our back and find uh, some very comfortable place near the lake and we just start to talk about the i think boys <laughs> talk about our Sounds so stupid, like dream or after graduate from mm-hmm. college, what, what you want to do, what kind of man you want to date, and <laughs> what's your ideal like first time in your life, oh that gosh. kind of. Yeah, that's so stupid, girls' topic. <laughs> Sounds like a to, movie. <laughs> yeah, that's really. I, I feel shame about that. <laughs> it does, it does like, and like we can talk about it for a whole like night. Can yeah. you? Re- can you didn't you sleep at all. No, <laughs> maybe there's one. What, was this like something? teenagers were like known to do like who had the idea like to do this or was it just like the lake is really nice and you have I nowhere else me, to go i think me I, I i don't know why maybe i got beaten too much by my mom when i was a teenager so sometimes i just want to do something piss her off and just want to do something not that good to yeah but seriously i think that was one of one of my most impressive experiences in my life and i, I think i very appreciate I did that and I still remember Summer Palace in like very early right before sunrise that kind of beautiful and it's mm. super quiet there's no one tourist and visitor in that big park mm. and I still remember the color change from very light blue because the sky is about to the sun about to rise um, that kind of the famous bridge, the famous lake, the color change, and yeah, I remember the first group of visitors come around six, seven a.m. Pretty early, they mm-hmm. open pretty early, yeah. and they just break the quiet and beauty of <laughs> <laughs> of that quiet summer palace. And I think we sneaky um, run from the back door when it opened. And we didn't sleepy at all. That's because maybe alcohol, beer, and we mm-hmm. talk, talk, talk all night. Yeah. Did you tell? Did you tell other people about it? Did it become a a thing that spread around the school that you guys did that? Well, to be honest, if you didn't ask me for this, mm-hmm. 
like thing. I maybe already kind of not forget, but just mm. yeah, you know, because it's very precious. Not because it's not precious, it's very precious. So you maybe bury it very mm. deep down, and. Actually, this is not my kind of bar story because I won't <laughs> tell a lot of just random stranger. Yeah. No, I won't. I won't taste yeah. it with some very close friends or. Yeah. It seems just like a really great memory. Yeah, like yeah. Something all over. Yeah. yeah. Then I realized maybe great memory doesn't mean you won't share it all the time with all the strangers. It's just very deep down. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think also you you. There are a lot of people who will appreciate it the same way that you do. Yeah. Like, there are things, uh, like, from, from my childhood or, like, even even recently, because uh, <clears throat> for uh, the exhibition coming up, mm. there's also, like, a storytelling event. And so I was kind of thinking of some stories to tell around the theme when I grow up. Mm. And so I was thinking about some of, some of, like, the things that really influenced me when I was little that, you know, kind of... Uh, made me fall in love with doing art and stuff like mm. that. And then I was like, this is, this doesn't mean anything to somebody <laughs> else. Like, like uh, I, I was telling Sean about, like, the last page of this book that I really like. And then I was like, no, like, you, you don't know any of this story. Like, yeah. you don't, like, you haven't, you can't experience it the same way that I did when I was, you know, nine years yeah. old. So it's not the same, like, impact, right? It's not the same emotion. Mm. <laughs> And even less if you're in the uh, in a bar in front of strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so after that, you went to university. What did you study in the university? Uh, marketing. That's yeah. That's mm. a lot of advertising people choose the mayor. Did you always know you wanted to go into marketing and advertising? Or? Not really, because I were editor of the magazine after I um, graduated from college, and I still remember this story. I told a lot of my colleagues <laughs> in agency because I think the reason why I start my agency life is totally because somebody lied to me say Sherry join our industry because we almost do the same thing you can do when you were in a magazine you write actually you write less work but you earn more money <laughs> because usually when you think about slogan it's just 10 words yeah. or just 20 words it's much easier work. <laughs> it's a much easier job, but you can earn more money. And then much later, you discovered you have to rewrite it. Right, right, times. right. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, you that's good. You can't bury your hide in anything because <laughs> there's only ten words. Right. They have to be the perfect ten words. Yeah. What kind of magazine did you write for? Uh, travel, traveling magazine. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, school. Yeah. Did you get to tra- Did they send you a places? lot? A oh. lot. It's like the dream job. Oh my gosh. I just my life. Those agency so. people screwed you over. They really tricked you. <laughs> yeah, well, they told Forget me like, these you, free trips. Yeah, they told me like you will travel a lot. There's a lot of business trip, and you will meet a lot of different brand. Yeah. Some of them are very famous, international, cool. It's like, yeah, yeah, you get to travel all the time. Oh, I get to see the city? No, no, no. You'll be, you'll be in meetings all day. Like, right, you go right. get out, but yeah. you'll technically be there. Yeah. You you'll get go from fl- here to Pudong. Yeah, you'll get to take the flights you and, you know, the yeah, actual that's, travel yeah, part. Yeah, that's our life now. Uh, like, growing up in Beijing, did you... I'm kind of surprised that you guys went to Summer Palace. Mm. I, I wonder if you did a lot of sightseeing. Like, have you been to, like... I don't know, how many times have you been to the Great Wall? How many times have you been to... Well, 
be honest, um, I love the Forbidden City, not as a visitor, not mm-hmm. as a um, tourist there, but because summer, uh, the Forbidden City is really a good place to hear stories. Mm. I wonder if you guys have really have ever been there where the storytelling machine mm. and there's even different character host you can pick whose voice to tell you the story mm-hmm. they all have different story and they all have different voice and even as a Beijing Ren, I love do it during the weekend mm-hmm. afternoon just myself or with my very good friend just go to that big big forbidden city just to hear the story mm-hmm. I've been there no less than 10 times but still I didn't hear all the stories yeah. that big like that kind of story yeah, yeah yeah I still didn't finish the yeah. story yeah that's really good that's like uh, I don't know this just reminded me of it not historical per se but there was an art project in New York a few years ago that was really cool. That was uh, all the old payphones. Since mm. nobody uses payphones anymore, but there were still so many, um, they found like maybe forty of them throughout Manhattan and like mm. maybe a couple in Brooklyn, and turned them into like audio playing devices. So if you saw a payphone, you could pick it up, and it would tell you a story about that like block or that corner, like wow. history of New York. And, yeah, nice. it seemed really interesting. Was that through the city? Through the city. Oh, I think they were involved, yeah. Uh Or like one of the museums. Um, But I think we were maybe in Japan at the time. I don't think we were around, unfortunately. But it seemed like a very cool, like, you could pick up a random phone and just hear an old New York story. That's a very cool idea. That's a very cool thing, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the English audio guide for the Forbidden Palace is (laughs) as rich as that. Yeah. Right. But, uh, like, uh, I think growing up in a city sometimes... Like, either you meet somebody who's been to the, those places a million times, or they've never been yeah. there at all. Mm-hmm. I've met a lot of Chinese people that have never been to Beijing. Really? You mean, even not as tourist? Like, yeah. I could see that. I mean, maybe cause distance is more of a thing, but, like, I know for us... Uh, U.S. kids, like, a lot of them go to Washington, D.C., yeah. like, once for, like, a school trip, but if you are in a city that's, like, not, like, we both were in the same area that's only, like, maybe a five, six-hour drive to D.C., so, of course, like, our school mm. can go there once for, mm. like, the year, but, like, I know a lot of people who just, like, they're like, what? You guys <laughs> went to D.C.? It's like, yeah, every class every year goes. It's, like, one of the big trips, like, from every school everywhere. It's like, we never went, and it's like, Really? Have you ever been oh. to DC? <laughs> yeah, but there's no. I mean, there's no Great Wall in DC. You know, there's <laughs> yeah, like, but there's the Air and Space Museum. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, last last time when I was in Washington DC, I so wish I could go to the Smithsonian. Is mm-hmm. that called the? Yeah. yeah. And actually, I have no idea. It's not just one gallery or museum yeah, called Smithsonian. Yeah, there's like yeah. seven. I was like, wow. I they're really all free. Wish. That's like the best part of DC yeah. is the whole mall, which is like 10 different museums. Yeah, <laughs> Everything's pretty. free. I just like, don't yeah. have, didn't have the enough time yeah. to really experience that yeah. cool museum. Yeah, we did that when we were, we were just there a year or two ago. And it was in the winter, but we were only there for a day. And that's what it was like, all right, we need to basically pick like two of these. Yeah. And like pick which ones we want, because like we can't go awesome. to the mall. There's a very popular book in America about, like, three kids 
uh, like young kids, maybe 10 years old, who uh, sneak in and stay overnight at the Metropolitan Museum. Do you know what that is? Do you have you read it? <laughs> yeah, is that, <laughs> isn't it? The, it's a Ben Stiller movie. Uh, no, it's like, <laughs> isn't it that movie? I don't know what the book is. Um, I'm Googling it now. <laughs> Oh, now I got the inspiration. Maybe yeah. we should well, do we, that. Well, we've talked about uh, there used to be... Uh, Beryl said she did it once, but there, there's this like hands-on museum, like science museum in oh. uh, New Jersey called Liberty Science Center. And when we were kids, they used to do like sleepover nights oh. where you could like sleep over at the museum and like explore overnight. Nice. That was always really fun. Yeah, they make pancakes for you underneath a dinosaur in the morning. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's very cute. I think it's called From the Mixed Up Files of Basil E. Frankweiler. Sure. Maybe? Anyway, so, so these three kids, they like hide from the security guard and stay there <laughs> overnight. And there's like a there's a like a Marie Antoinette bed. Like this like like uh uh what's it called, like Versailles type, uh, big gold canopy bed, mm -hmm. and that's where they sleep over, and then oh. they like explore like all the wings of the museum. That was my dream. <laughs> you know, when I um, think about this Summer Palace experience, I wonder, I, I'm not feel sad, but I wonder why after we grown up, we barely think about that kind of crazy mm. idea, like... This year I'm over 30, and um, I think it's just we shut down some kind of button of mm -hmm. you're doing some crazy or, yeah, avoid from security persons. I think year. part of it is, like, especially as a teenager, you just, number one, don't care. Number two, like, the thought <laughs> of, care. like, I feel like a lot of those places, like, if you tried to hide out and then they caught you, right. it's like... Yeah, they might just be like, what are you doing? Get out of here. But it's like, yeah. but you also are like, but they could arrest me. Like, it could yeah. be taken way more seriously. But as a teenager, you, like, don't think of that at all. Yeah. Um, or you can be like, oh, my parents will pay for it. But then when you're, when you're an adult, like, oh, oh I, I have, have to, to pay, pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we used to go in my hometown, which occasionally, not, not any longer because everyone's parents have kind of moved away. But whenever we used to get together in summers, me and my old friends, there used to be this one area that was like a swimming hole that we used to go to. It was like very small, but it was right next to a city. It was the city dump. So like people always <laughs> hate it because they think like it's water from the dump, but they're yeah. totally separate. It's next to like a river, but it was like, so that's uh, city property. So it's like closed on the weekend. Mm. There's a lot of hiking, mm. but like last time we were there, uh, which I guess was a while ago, but we <laughs> at the time we were like, 26 or 27 and we were like swimming mm. and it's like kind of in a closed up area lot. so then like as we're leaving we're like coming out of the woods and like we noticed this like cop car down the street <laughs> like on the property and we're just like wow oh, that's interesting but like it's just sitting there and then as soon as we like officially come out of the woods on the street it just like floors it and drives up as fast <laughs> as it can and like growing up in the suburbs you kind of learn like police don't have a lot to do so they, like, so sometimes they're very, like, aggressive just because it's like, what are you guys doing here? Like, trying, it's like, all right. Versus, like, when I moved to Baltimore, which is a really rough city, if, like, cops saw you doing something, like, mischievous, like, obviously not a real crime or just, like, whatever, they'd be like, what are you doing? Get out of here. Like, like, this is like, we have better shit to do, like, murders. Like, we, we don't have time for your, aunt, like, teenage antics. 
versus the suburbs, they, like, try to, like, get tough with you or something. Anyway, so this guy, like, comes flying up, and he's like, hey, you know this private property, what are you doing? And they're like, we're, uh, swimming. He's like, how old are you guys? And we're like, 26. He's like, 26? You're way too old to be here. Just get out of here. Like, you can tell he's, like, ready to, like, yell at some teenagers. And it's like, how old are you? Oh, my God, you guys are way too old to be here. It's like, so that's, like... It might actually be more like that. Just like, what are you doing here? It's like, you're too old to be sneaking into this place. Like, right. Too old to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Mm. Um, did you get to travel or do anything fun that you remember for that magazine? What was your favorite? Well, oh. mm. yeah, I'm now thinking what I can say, what I cannot say, just in <laughs> case I use my real name. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, Was it not as, not as glamorous as it sounds? No, it's because, um, I'm married and I shouldn't talk about (laughs) so many, um, romantic things when I travel. Personal adventures. What what kind of a travel magazine was this? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a very, um, property aid travel magazine. She need a place to stay, (laughs) No, I just, I, I think travel is the very good opportunity you can meet some very interesting person mm-hmm. because you have no idea about your destination and you don't know you who you got meet in yeah. that. Yeah, maybe also it's because when we were young, like back to 20s, you yeah. always think there's a lot of opportunities open to you in your life and you're looking forward to that. So I think travel thing, the, the beauty of travel to the city you've never been there mm-hmm. and interview the person um, you didn't know you have no idea but you got interview them and write the article when you're back the beauty is because you have no idea what gonna happen what you what will happen or so I think with that mood you always can meet a lot of the romantic things mm-hmm. and yeah I think that's all very pretty but now I'm too old to <laughs> have that kind of experience, maybe. That's not true. <laughs> that woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love to that oh, made a ton of money off of that. Yeah. Uh, if you were going to start your own magazine, what do you think that it would be about? Um, I think eat and travel. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote one line a few years ago. There's only two things you can't miss in your life. One is the good food. One is the good-looking person. <laughs> That's the two most precious things in your life. In my life. Yeah. <laughs> food. Yeah. I think food is one of those things that very rarely or ever meet someone who wouldn't, like, if you offered them a food show or something, yeah. like, of course I would do that. Like, yeah. even if you're not a foodie, it's like, yeah, you're just going to feed me good food. And it's like, yeah, it's all great. I love yeah. it all. Like, yeah. <laughs> and before I even think about, I can't fall in love with the person who don't care about food. Mm-hmm. I can't date with the person just eat whatever food or have very bad taste of food. <laughs> just can't. <laughs> yeah, I hate when people say, oh, I don't, I don't care what we eat. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, all right, what's the problem with this person? <laughs> yeah. Um, so eventually you moved on, you worked at Apple. Um, How did you make it there? So you went magazine to agency yep. to and client. Yes, once. And mm. the client is really boring, so I just, um, in a fashion brand company mm. as client 
for that, just three months. That meaning months. you worked specifically for that company. Yeah, uh, but still like in-house creative, mm-hmm. still the writer, yeah. but just in-house for. But only one. Month. Only one yeah. and only three to four months because it's so boring. Yeah. And I were working for Apple. Um, for like almost a year, like eight to nine months, but as freelancer, because Apple is have tons of freelancer yeah. work for them, and they just um appreciate that kind of working style. Yeah. And it was 2014 or 2015. I worked for Apple, and uh, that's the one of my most um. Difficult interview process job because yeah. I remember I interviewed six to seven rounds. Wow! Yeah, Shanghai, Beijing, Cupertino, and yeah, meet different persons. Some of them speak English, some、mm. of them speak Chinese, some of them want to see how humor you can be because they have their own. Sense of humor、uh-huh. as Apple, and some of them <laughs> want to see how serious you can write,、yeah. and some of them want to test if you can have your reporter style. Like if you're a journalist,、mm-hmm. we put you to the like live stream. How can you write article? Oh my God, is this、yeah. a job interview or this <laughs> is like? But this is Apple. Sounds like a marathon. Yeah. What was longer, the interview or how long you worked there? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the only thing I ever think about when people tell me they're like, "It was a four-month process." Like, <laughs>、right. oh、my God, dude!、Yeah. I feel like those people always leave that company、yeah. within, and then like, the probation is only three months. Or yeah, like, oh my God. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think it's it's very weird because I I I even not very clear my last interview slash workshop slash already work as. Freelancer、mm, yeah. is all combined together. My last, not last, but also the last interview, the first job series、yeah. uh, project, is they sent me to Cupertino have a very big workshop there. It's right before the WWDC. They kind of lock all the freelancers in a building, and you have to、um, put the sticker on your cell phone, the camera. And、it's very secretive. Very secret,、yeah. and you can't. This is legal. It's very serious illegal、yeah. if you like reveal anything. Oh God! Are you are you able to tell us now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's already because the new product already it's launched. Out, okay. It's right before the product <laughs>、uh-huh, launch, and Girl, yeah, that kind of. I don't want to break it to you, but the iPhone four is coming、oh. out. <laughs> oh my God. That's July two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I remember. That's so like I so want to kill myself because I so want to share with my boyfriend <laughs> back then, boyfriend now husband and my some very Apple fans、mm. friends. Like, I just saw the new iPad today. I just saw, and I know they're going to be Apple pencil. I、pencils. just saw the new、yeah. iPad today. I so want to show off, and so no, no, just so exciting to share because、yeah. we all love Apple. And well, it's like I think with them now, it's like. If it's an actual new product, like a like the, when they had, like the iPad Mini or the, like iPad Pro or the iWatch, whatever, but it's like, but most years it's just like the new iPhone. It's like, yeah, we knew there was like we're not that excited. Like, <laughs> right, very right, few right. people now are like, did you see、yeah. the new one? It's like,、yeah. no, because we, there's always a new one. I'm sure we'll change a little bit, but like、yeah. we're excited there is one, but we don't really care. Like, 
it's sad. I still love. I'm still very Apple fan、yeah. today. But I have to admit, we all become less and less exciting、yeah. over this <laughs> brand. And my husband just last week he quit Apple team. He become Andrew now,、right. and he changed his um. Apple iPhone to the Samsung phone,、oh、my. and I feel like traitor. You <laughs> not my team anymore, and you we should think this as really a serious thing <laughs> we need to talk about because we cannot use iMessage, we cannot、yeah. use the Apple Watch、yeah. because we can't share the、so、selfish. heart rating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't share heart rating. <laughs> Whenever like, like I've gotten into the argument with people like Apple, Samsung, it's basically in the end it's just like, well, what kind of computer do you use? Because、yeah. if it's an Apple, I'm gonna get an iPhone just because it's like, yeah, the other ones can connect, but it just makes everything like just that much easier. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, they've made all these products to only work with their other products, but、mm-hmm. it's like so because of that, like it's all or nothing. Mm. Mm. Well, Sherry's the only person that I've ever met who has the Apple Watch with the Hermes strap. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god! When she showed up, because I'm not usually I don't know like like big designer brands. Like I don't care about your handbag, but I saw that and I was like, this chick is no joke. <laughs> like, I mean, well, you gotta get the eye watch. You, you might, might as well, well go for broke on the band. Yeah,、like. tell me about it. Well, maybe there's one thing you you should know about me because I'm even over thirty. Is I don't have any saving because <laughs> I just live with that kind of lifestyle. Like maybe. We will die like next month or tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen. Why save money? Why buy house and car? Just buy what make you feel. I so want this. No matter watch, bag, food, book, person, <laughs> like yeah, just yeah. I don't have saving. You didn't want a neon green rubber band for your iPhone <laughs> and your iWatch. Well, that was the other thing again. Like iWatch, like such a high end thing, and then like. Like, the default things are like brightly colored rubber sports bands. It's like no, I think I'll buy a leather one to look <laughs> somewhat normal. Like, I'm not 23 in San Francisco. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah.、Uh, so how did you、uh, how did you like San Francisco?、Oh, Cupertino. Cupertino is, in my opinion, is not even a city. It's just like a big, big factory area of belongs to Apple. Yeah. And I heard, literally, it is like government make it just like an Apple City、mm. rather than just <laughs> a city. Well, they're building a new like mega campus. Yeah, them, yeah. Yeah, back to、um, that year, maybe two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen. They are under the construction, the、mm. very big Apple thing. There's, they're going to be. I think it's already done by last year, or definitely done by、mm. this year. It looks like some. Very cool pioneer building. You can only see in the talk about aliens movie that kind of thing. It's like a big UFO thing. Yeah. It's called Apple Campus or something. Yeah. yeah. And I was seeing it under construction three years ago, and I was like, "Wow, how cool it will be! <laughs> how cool Cupertino will be!、Yeah. This city will become very tourist place." I I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a,、uh, when I first moved here. A friend of mine came. And he was doing an event with、uh, down at Alibaba, and it's in Hangzhou. So he's like, "Do you want to come down?" I was like, "Yeah, that'd be cool to see the campus." And it was like, first it was like gigantic building, and it's like, "Oh, is this one and this one Alibaba?" They're like, "Yeah, this one's two, three, 
four, five, <laughs> six, seven, and it's like these gigantic buildings. And then someone else once was like, oh, Alibaba was like thinking about moving because like blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's like, yeah, I'm sure the Hangzhou government, like they're the yeah. ma- most massive company. It's like not even a, like whatever corruption aside, it's yeah. like I'm sure their government is like whatever to make you happy to stay here. Like there's so many people living here and working here. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's like the definitely the modern day like yeah uh, like factory city like if that goes up. <laughs> well, we were we were there um, this the past Monday mm-hmm. for the Chinese version South by Southwest oh, hosted yeah. by the Alibaba that Taobao Zaojie, and we noticed that. Oh, that's the um, Creators Week. I sent you the link. Before. Yeah, I yeah, I call it. Um, Chinese version South by Southwest, <laughs> but maybe I overrated it. Like it's not as cool as South by Southwest. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's like it's like if if Amazon in uh, in America did like a huge oh yeah yeah, yeah with only yeah. with only like independent sellers because there I mean there it was a really interesting like curated group of mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. They actually did that not an event, but I think it was Amazon started a separate site. I'm sure they bought. Some small site that was like basically Amazon's Etsy, oh. like Amazon for like homemade something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like Birdcage or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was like an attempt to kind of uh-huh. capitalize on that. And I also think Hangzhou government just so protect Alibaba because mm-hmm. when you arrive at the train station, you will yeah. see a lot of signs say. You can use Zhifubao everywhere in Hangzhou, <laughs> even the most smallest um, convenience store. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or all the, like, by the street food or something, mm-hmm. they all have the Alibaba, the Zhifubao code. Wow. Even the street food, can you hear yeah. that? And I think Hangzhou government Not a WeChat so... QR code to be seen. No, no. I, I saw really just one... three RMB. I think green I, is just smashed. I really saw one weird guy yeah. on the Alibaba, the creator festival, so on the pay for, um, so on the pay on WeChat pay. Uh-huh. And Ooh. he even challenged, like, why you can't accept a, a WeChat? Yeah. And they're like, because we host by Alibaba. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that it's like, easy? read the room. Read the room. <laughs> yeah. That was like, not so much that. Uh, no, I'm not going to get into it. But uh, <laughs> the, one of the funniest things, I don't know, did you take a, have you ever taken a tour of like the Alibaba campus? Yeah, yeah. When we were down there, we took like a brief tour and they kept talking about the Starbucks. Did they tell you about yeah, the Starbucks? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Multiple times on this tour, they pointed out the Starbucks and like, this is, like, Jack Ma loves Starbucks. We have a Starbucks on campus. This is the only Starbucks, the only Starbucks in China yeah. that has a discount. And we were like, how much is the discount? It's like 10%. And we are like, really? This is like when you're cornerstone tour like things. Like, you've mentioned this several times, like 10% employee discount. It's like, damn, like, at least give them free Starbucks or something. Like, she was, like, so excited about their, their 10% cheaper Starbucks. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> people love a discount. Yeah, but that's like, I mean, that's something that I I was kind of surprised about when I first came to China. Is like, often people will try to entice you by giving you like ten RMB. Yeah. Like, uh, like I got a pair of shoes off Taobao and they fell apart, <laughs> and um, I wrote a bad review and they said, "Can you take it down? We'll give you a discount." And I said, "Are you gonna give me the price of the shoes?" They said. We'll give you 10 RMB. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that then. But I, I don't know. Maybe that is enough to, you know, convince some people. Yeah, some people, yeah. Um, did, did that kind of living in Cupertino and it being an Apple City 
kind of eventually drive you nuts? No, but it's not very easy for me because I'm I don't know how to drive. No, <laughs> I can't drive. Just and it being a suburb. Yeah, yeah. So I heard if you don't know how to drive, it's very hard for you to live life in California. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm that person, <laughs> and I don't want to learn yeah. drive. <laughs> yeah. Whatever your you, husband you can just, do it for you. you. Just, yeah. You can just steal, steal an Apple bike and. <laughs> Um, yeah, or just um, in Chinese we call it "sung like just some uh, colleague will pick you up and send yeah. you to the hotel like, every day. <laughs> just say thank you. I'll buy you coffee tomorrow. I hope buy you lunch tomorrow. Yeah, it's uh, a it's, it's not a lack so... of ability. It's a strategy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those companies though like set up a lot of that. I mean, I I lived in San Francisco for a minute, and there was like all those major companies had campuses in like Silicon Valley mm. and ran buses like back and forth because mm. nobody actually wanted to live yeah. down there yeah. so it's like uh, but no one we don't want like people don't need to <laughs> drive like we need to get people here yeah, yeah really yeah. help them out in New York City even like Trump Tower is uh, close to the water but it's very inconvenient to get to the subway mm. and so they have commute buses as well just for their mm. the people that live there yeah mm. uh, so uh we met when you were just leaving Apple, mm. coming back to agency life. Mm. And at the time, I'm sure things have changed, but at the time <laughs> you said that uh, it was too easy. It was too relaxed. You were basically doing transcreation of the global work. And you missed the excitement of like uh, going in for a pitch and like the fast pace of advertising. Yep, yep. Um, do you can't any... believe I said that. Yeah, yeah well, now, I mean, <laughs> now that you've been back in it for, I guess, about a year now. Like, I sleep way too much. <laughs> but I wonder if you have any fun stories of, of being locked in the war room with your team. Well, um, let me think what's the good part of that experience <laughs> besides the tortured and... Uh, I think it's always good hanging with your team, especially we creative call it, you know that, the brainstorming part. Everybody just throw a lot of weird mm-hmm. ideas and we all can feel that kind of passion, like we are together to survive here. And I actually only heard the war room, this this world in uh, Ogilvy. I think mm-hmm. only Ogilvy use this term to lock people legally in the <laughs> office. And um, we spend a lot of time in the war room during uh, the pitch process. And I miss most is we can order a lot of deliver, sent to the <laughs> deliver food, sent to the war room. And you can um, enjoy the food yet very creepy, like lock in a small meeting room, just everybody. and. We even once ordered a Heidi Lao hot pot sent to the war room during the midnight. <laughs> and it's very um, creepy because there's a lot of the camera and the security, <laughs> that kind of thing hanging on the roof in the war room. And we have to be very careful and enjoy the hot pot, yet very like always worry about that alarm <laughs> will start. Because there's a eating. small burner for the... Yeah, yeah, and I still have that small pot at office. You can take oh, it. Oh, cute! <laughs> you can take it. Oh, that's Do people funny. come in the next day and they're like, why does our whole office smell like hot Yeah, well, <laughs> actually at my previous agency, it was it was smaller, it was very local, 
uh, I remember once we were working late and they said, Beryl, do you, did you eat? Do you want to have dinner? And I said, yeah, sure. So they ordered for everybody. I go downstairs. The kitchen is covered in plastic. <laughs> we're having shalom shalom. We're having crawfish. Whoa. So it's like, it, they're like crawfish and they're covered in sauce. Everyone has a pair of plastic gloves. Yeah. And the, I mean, it's the only thing that you can smell like you, <laughs> for like a week. Yeah. It's like, this is not a good office meal. Exactly, yeah. So, Not appropriate. So it's like, so you're like watching the sun come up, like you're, you know, like wrist deep in crawfish shells, and then we just wrote a, like a I'm sorry note to I'm Ai. sorry. Yeah, to Ai, because like, obviously like it was not easy to uh, yeah. to clean up afterwards. We've done that. We had a, when we were in Japan one time we went to an all-you-can-eat, like a grill, like barbecue place, <laughs> and when we came in, they gave us plastic bags, and we were like, are these, like, bibs for clothes? Like, what are these? And, like, halfway through the meal, we noticed everyone has their jackets and clothing yeah. tied up in, like, garbage bags <laughs> under the table, and it's just because there's so much meat smoke that yeah. all of your clothes, the smell just soaks in. It's like, oh, we probably should have done that. Hair, and even yeah. your ring, the next day Everything you can smell too. the ring. I smell like, oh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh... Yeah, you, well, Sherry's always been very kind to bring the most delicious sunflower seeds that she gets from <laughs> her neighborhood uh, for everyone in the office, and uh, they're, they're a little bit notorious because uh, you'll hear that sound of, like, cracking <laughs> through these shells from even, like, outside the meeting that, room. <laughs> of course. So I just remember, yeah, I remember one time we were probably brainstorming or something, and I thought it was so, I thought it was so... Uh, like telling of the way that your brain works, uh, you were saying um, like this this woman that makes the sunflower seeds, she roasts them and she has her own like recipe with yeah. walnuts and I don't know whatever else kind of magic goes in there, and she's like very committed to all natural ingredients. And so you're like, so here's here's how you lay out the branding, like here's like all the highlights, here's what the tagline would be. And she so, she, so I was like, yeah, and like I'll do the logo. And then, like, we'll go into business. She was like, oh, my God, we put on Taobao, we make a killing. We can sell to other agencies. Yeah. So, like, they could take it into their pitch meetings. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Sherry, you're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really can be KOL of the food. Yeah. You talk about this. That'll right? be like your next startup is just finding people on the street and being like, let's brand you. It's like a reality <laughs> TV show. It's like, we'll give you one week. We'll package your stuff. We'll, like, make a commercial and yep. send it out. Yep. You love that sunflower seed, right? I do, yeah. Yeah. They're very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Addiction. Yeah, because like this little hamster pile of yeah. shell yeah, forms. Yeah, they're really they good. Like, barbecue ones, yeah. Did they make a mess all over the office? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our, our colleague Nina is notorious for not being able to keep them in one place. They just like end up all yeah. over the floor and the table. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so, now you've left the agency, correct? Or you're leaving? Oh, yeah. there's one more agency story I want to uh, ask about. Um, I want to ask about you falling in love with your husband's <laughs> keynote slides. Well, yep. Um, so, was, how did you guys meet? It was seven seven years ago, and um, I was sitting in a very boring meeting of Johnson's baby. Mm. <laughs> Johnson Johnson <laughs> and after that meeting we were all like that kind of face and the uh, old boss come in say we want to introduce the next uh, leader 
he will join us on board um, next week and here he comes everybody can say hi and here comes him a very very good looking guy he's on account side right uh, he was planner based okay. he was a very good planner um, so that was that was not literally the love at first sight because <laughs> yes he is super handsome and I was like yeah that's a good looking guy uh, very hot <laughs> but the real love at first sight is because is when I saw his keynote slice, <laughs> and he is called uh, the King of Keynote. Back to when we work together, our whole creative team really love his keynote style. It's like seven years ago he already built keynote with the video background, not just the picture background, but mm -hmm. the video and the move, and every animation and even the font the the sound he picked for his keynote, I, really, that make me feel very exciting. Still, yeah. the boom, boom, that kind of thing I can feel. And after that, I was like, "Ooh, this good-looking keynote person, and also very good-looking face person is very attractive." And I want to see more and more keynote slides. <laughs> <laughs> then I decided to spend my life with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Did you start dating when you were working together? Yeah, but you know, I'm not Nina. I can't do that. <laughs> I, um, we realized there's something going on, and then we have a very serious talk. Maybe one of us, maybe me, should quit this job mm. because agency job is easy to, you know, find. You change from this agency to another agency, but a person make you feel very like special is not that easy so we talk about this and we decide maybe I quit this job because we won't be that kind of public like yeah no need to be hide or yeah so I quit job after we start to seriously dating wow yeah that's a story I feel like you hear a little bit less <laughs> like you hear about people you know like I don't know I, don't, I haven't heard many stories of people having to leave their job in advance in order to date somebody. Yeah, I, well, this it is seems like the smart way to do they it. usually wait till they get caught or Yeah, something. exactly. Well, maybe this is also because my personality, I don't want to see your boyfriend every day at work, also <laughs> after work. So you guys got to be not working together at least. Yeah. <clears throat> at least give you some own space and mm -hmm. time not seeing each other. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, we often talk about that. Mm. And Beryl never wants to work with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. I, yeah, well, I the same way. I mean, uh, I uh, I met uh, the boyfriend of one of my girlfriends, and he said, "I mean, I just hate being away from her. I wish that we could spend all day, every day together, and we could just, you know, <laughs> really, there's such talk human. all the time." <laughs> And I said, what do you have to talk about? Yeah. Like, you, you experience all the same things. Like, yeah. You, you would be so bored, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, totally. It's like you have different experiences, and then you share them. That way you have two times as many experiences. I thought that's, like what, that's what you were in a relationship for. Yeah, I think it's very important for people in a relationship to have some meal not with each other. Mm. Like, seeing something, I mean travel even travel sometime i i think at least travel once a year not with your 
like partner just on your own or with girls with friends、mm-hmm. but not with partner、mm-hmm. it's it's good for relationship I guess we have to exchange something you didn't see but I saw or yeah、mm-hmm. I think that's there's a an American comedian Whoopi Goldberg、mm. she she wrote a book about relationships. Maybe I told you this before.、Um, she's been divorced several times, so why she's writing a relationship book? Maybe she has it all figured out.、Uh, so she says she would never be with someone who said you complete me, because that means you're half a person. Yeah, you want to be two full oh, people. Oh, that's good. That's a very good line. Yeah.、Mm. So yeah, so our joke is that Sean and I are one point five people, because like I just want to be my own person, and then Sean is supposed to be. Sean is the nice one, obviously. Uh, so what's next for Sherry now that you're leaving? Are you gonna officially retire from the agency? <laughs> well, I still love writing and thinking.、Mm-hmm. I I know I can't stop thinking ideas because、yeah. we are all creative people. We just can't stop. Thinking about that and writing, or, but yeah, I already planned a lot of travel from August.、Mm-hmm. Um, I talked with you about I will go to that small town called Charleston in、um, U.S.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I even have no idea about. Isn't that where your parents are? Oh. Oh, they wanted to move there. So、I heard it's pretty, very pretty. It's very nice. Apparently, it's becoming a very hip city,、mm. so that's where everyone's going. But I think they—I、oh. don't think they're going to move there full time, just visit. But they really love、mm. it down there. Apparently,、mm. it's very, very nice. Oh, very cool. and also I already planned a trip to Taiwan, have some street food because、mm. I miss the street food there <laughs> in Taiwan.、Mm. And yeah, I think I will travel a lot from. Um, next month from LA to New York to Charleston, and then back New York,、um, we'll spend maybe a month there. And September I will go to Taiwan, and yeah, after travel, after I spend all of my money, <laughs> I think I need to figure out what to do next. <laughs> But not now. <laughs> You need to get out of it, and then、yeah. by the time you're yeah, done, you'll yeah, yeah, yeah. be craving to get back into it. You'll be so yeah, bored yeah. of taking vacations. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. This is our life pattern, like yeah. Or maybe you'll start a travel blog and become a KOL,、mm, yeah, and you'll never、back. need to work again. Well, yeah. <laughs> Why did you choose Charleston? I heard it's very beautiful, and also my cousin will have a small、um, wedding party there for a night. So I think that will be perfect to see、yeah. that city. Be nice to explore a small city. Yeah, I'm that kind. I'm very lazy person. If that place is, you really need me like transfer different flight or <laughs> not very direct. Usually、yeah. I will give up. But <laughs> but I think this is a good chance and reason I make myself feel I have to go there. So、yeah. I got to go there. Yeah. Yeah. If you only go to California and New York, then you're missing out on a lot of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun places in America.、Mm-hmm. Yeah.、Uh, if time and money were no object, what would be your your dream job? What will be my? I think I appreciate it. I think my dream job is writer. I love this job, and I know I'm living with this kind of job, so I appreciate that. I growing older, I realize it's very hard for people who. Work their dream job as their real job, and <laughs> yeah, I think I love my job as writer.
Cool. So, Sherry, thank you for coming. I had a great time talking about your life. <laughs> and uh, good luck in the future. Thank you. <laughs> Harder than that. A little harder. Ladies, if you look good tonight, what? we need to see you break it down. I like this. Man, over to the front.